Hey guys, what is going on? Cameron here with the Lawn Care Life in Missouri. I'm uh, heading home, man. I've been gone for three days. Uh, came over to this little event and got to hang out with some cool uh, guys just from the lawn care community that create content. Um, content creators, you know, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, whatever. Uh, got to hang out with them for a few days, so I had a whole lot of fun. But now on the way back home, and man... I got a lot of work waiting for me when I get home. So three days of not working, man, got a lot to do, a lot going on. So uh, on my way home, I'm actually going to swing by the squatter property, if you guys remember that whole story. I'm going to swing by there tomorrow and hopefully get some mowing done, get that place looking good and cleaned up for that guy. It's not been mowed at all this year. I mowed it twice last year. He called me about a month ago, wanted it mowed, and had some squatters hanging out and living in the house. And I told him, hey, man, until you get those guys out of there, uh, I'm not going to be able to come by and mow for you. So he uh, had the sheriff go out there. They arrested one lady. Uh, still some people hanging around out there. But uh, from what I know, there's nobody living in the house now. So... Uh, he's supposed to come actually he uh he should have arrived this is kind of like a second home for this guy just to have to get away from the city or whatever so he was supposed to come to town yesterday stay friday saturday sunday leave and go back home on sunday and so hopefully he's there or he should be there and uh he'll be heading back tomorrow and I told him, I said, hey, if you wait around and you stick around in the morning, I'll swing by early in the morning and mow it for you. So that's the game plan. Coming home late tonight, I've got a 10-hour drive, so I'm about uh, halfway home. A little over halfway. I think it said I had about four hours left. So I've probably already gone about six hours or so. And so I'm getting a little closer, but still got a pretty good ways to go. Um, I think I got, yeah, I think I have right at four hours. So I thought I'd hop on here and shoot a podcast. I've been listening to other people's podcasts. Just finished um, listening to Aaron Sutter with Mowing in the Dark. Uh, Go check his podcast out. He was talking about just the way things are going right now and how it's just so hard to run a lawn care business. And that got me thinking, man. I'm like, you know what? It's like... I've been doing this for 21 years. I've had to do so much. I've had to learn it all on my own. And it took me a long time to get to where I'm at. And you look around, man, and there's kids super young um, really doing some crazy, amazing things. And I think it's because of the power of social media, the video marketing, getting their content out there, getting their pictures, videos, all those things out there. They network with other companies a little bit easier than, uh, you know, when I started the business 20 years ago, it's a little bit easier now to network. You have all this online stuff and you're a click away, you're a tap away, uh, from just reaching out to people that are doing bigger and better things, you know, people that, that you look up to and, and you want to maybe emulate a, you know, a business similar to theirs. So, uh, they have a huge advantage, man, these young kids coming up. And even just anyone in general starting a lawn care business, 
huge advantage. I mean, they can learn so much so quick. You have YouTube, where there seems like it's like unlimited amount of resources on there and, and content on there and suggestions, tips, ideas of how to run a lawn care business or you know how people are running their business. So just kind of got me thinking, man. It's like after I've been in it for 21 years, um, you know, looking looking at how I've built the business and where it is today, it's like nowadays in 2024 coming up, it'll be here before you know it. If we're moving into 2024 and I'm, you know, it doesn't even depend, it doesn't even matter what age you are, but it's like if we're rolling into 2024 with everything going on around the world, everything going around, around, you know, locally, uh, everything going around here in the U.S. the next one to two years just seems like it's going to be really unsteady and uncertain and just a lot of a uh, lot of things we really don't know about. I had the question that just kind of popped into my head whenever I was listening to Aaron Sutter's podcast. Just kind of had the question. I was like, would I start a lawn care business? I should say. Would I start a lawn mowing business in 2024 if I was like brand new, coming into it, uh, I had no lawns at all, it was it was something I was, you know, maybe, maybe how I started out the business, you know, I started out the business when I was very young, I was out of college, didn't have a whole lot of risk, I mean, I didn't have like a mortgage, I didn't have a car payment, I didn't have a family to take care of. Um, you know, with very, very little risk involved at all, it's like, would I start a lawn care business if I was in that position? Would I start a lawn care or a lawn mowing business in 2024? And I thought about it for a little bit, and I'm like, you know what? With everything going on and the way things are going, the way things are heading, uh, like Aaron mentioned, prices are just getting out of this world. We're getting taxed to no end. And our dollar is not worth much at all. Uh, you just get to thinking, man. You're like, would I start a lawn care business in 2024? No matter if I was like young with no risk, old, you know, older with more risk, a mortgage or a rent or a family or car payments or you know any of that stuff. It's like, would I start a lawn mowing business? I don't think I would, honestly. If I could answer that uh, and be 100% transparent, uh, just seeing the way things have gone over the last 20 years. Now, don't get me wrong. It's going really well for me right now in 2023, but that's because it took me 21 years of constant strategy, constant switching things up, uh, constantly just trying to grow the business and become better more efficient, more profitable. But I sit there and think about it, and I'm like, you know, the way things are going right now, if I was to start a lawn mowing business in 2024, I don't think I would do it. I don't think I would go out and start a lawn mowing business from scratch with what we're going through, what we're we're seeing, you know, here in in the future, what we've been through the last couple of years. I just don't think I would do it. Uh, one of the main reasons is it is it's very tough uh, running a mowing business 
and profit margins are very low. Now, I've worked on my prices for 20 years. A lot of these customers I've had for 20 years. So over the years, if you raise your price $10 here, $15 there, um, before you know it, I mean, you're making really good money and you can weed out those lower paying customers over the course of 20 years. So I was able to do that. I mean, it was $5 here, uh, maybe $5 there, maybe raise them one year, uh, the next year maybe not raise you know raise it any, and then the following year maybe raise it 5 or $10 more. And just here and there, you know, I was able to increase my prices just a little bit, you know, and get to where I needed to be, you know. Uh, but looking at it right now, going into it, you're gonna have to go in high or you're not gonna survive. You're gonna have to go in with those high prices already or you're not going to be able to sustain running a lawn mowing business with all the high prices that we have. You know, like Aaron mentioned, equipment prices, unbelievable right now. I mean, they're still way up. They're not going to go down once COVID hit and once prices went up. Um, you're not going to see them come back down. That's just the new normal. It's not, it's like if a company was charging $12,000 for a mower, and it went up to $14,000, they are not going to say, oh, I think we'll just go on down this year. They're going to continue to climb, continue to go up. So just thinking about that, the way the prices are and everything is going up, equipment prices are going up, we're taxed a lot, so many different, um, you know, so many, it's like everywhere you turn, you're, you're, you're spending more money here, more money there. And it's costing just a lot more to run a business. I don't think, honestly, I don't think in 2024, if I didn't have the lawn care business and I hadn't started anything, I don't think I would go out and I would start a lawn mowing business. Now, what I would do, and I'd feel really comfortable doing this, is I would focus more on those higher paying jobs. And I know the equipment is a lot more expensive you got more money tied into the equipment, but at the same time, there are very, very high profit margins in other things, whether that's landscaping, hardscaping, uh, whether that is doing the bin track work with the power rake, the tough gut, all the different attachments you have there. There's just unlimited opportunities for that, and on top of that, you can schedule your jobs a little easier. You don't have to have a you know, you don't have to be committed to being there every single day, every single week on the same properties. You got more flexibility, more freedom. You can kind of uh, make your schedule a little easier if you want to go on vacation or take a trip or take some time off or whatever you want to do. So, I don't know, 2024, um, just looking ahead in the future, I think... I would probably spend more time on trying to get like one-off jobs or maybe some reoccurring jobs, focus on that, and just kind of fill in the gaps with the mowing. You know, don't take the mowing, uh, don't try to go full-time in the mowing. I would probably go, try to go full-time in something else, whether that was, like I said, landscape, cleanup work, hardscaping. Um, specialty work with a Ventrac or a tractor or a skid steer. I would probably go that route 
and then on top of that just add a little mowing in here and there you know just kind of fill in the gaps when you don't have a lot of work but uh, the main thing is man uh, and you know looking ahead in 2024 if I was to start a business fresh I would look to come in very very high start out high man you don't want to get these lower paying jobs and have you know build your business on these low paying jobs and then it take a lot of work to switch them from low paying to to higher paying or get those customers out those lower paying customers out to uh, some higher paying customers I think that would just be so much work so if you did a whole lot of advertising if you spent more money on advertising and focusing on bringing in the work and then pricing the work accordingly so you can be very very profitable starting out first thing uh, you know know how much you want to make every single day every single week type thing I think you'd be better off in the long run if you could create a business in 2024 that's very very profitable from the get-go and advertise like crazy and try to uh, you know try to try to get that business built to where you're making some money and you're able to sustain all this stuff if, if the economy goes you know tanks again and and uh, prices rise even higher you're able to absorb some of that so just some of my thinking right now after Aaron uploaded that podcast I was like man you know what he's talking about mowing he's talking about the things that he's done and it's like I don't even know if I would go into mowing in you know in 2024 if I didn't already have in a very very established business I mean it's hard work man it's very hard work physical work uh, mentally you get drained because you're spending so much time out there uh, it's taking time away from the family when you're building the business and uh, it's just a lot of a lot of work put on you you know uh, the equipment's super expensive now and it's just it's just a whole different ball game than it was uh, you know when I started out 20 years ago so what I probably would do is I would probably focus on like several different services advertise like crazy for like five services you know whether that's mulch um, shrub trimming cleanup work lawn mowing uh, specialty work if you have a skid steer or a tractor or a ventrac and then once you advertise like five even pressure washing you know anything that can make some money and anything that's kind of around the like the the home improvement the um, you know taking care of a, of a piece of property if you could focus on taking care of one piece of property and having like five different services and really making sure you're super profitable on any of those services you pick up you may be better off I don't know it's like if you have five services listed on a flyer or a door hanger or your ad on Facebook or YouTube or wherever you wherever you post you could offer you know five different services and if you get any calls for any of those services just make sure you 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 bid them very very high 
where you can, you know, make some profit. And that way you're not starting out at the bottom and trying to constantly work yourself up to the top by adjusting prices along the way like I had to do. You know, if you can, if you come in at the top to begin with, then all the work you bring on will be profitable. You know, you'll be making money. You'll be making what you need to make. So, I don't know, just something to think about, man. If you're thinking about starting a lawn mowing business right now or thinking about starting up for 2024, you would probably be better off just focusing on a very, very broad, you know, range of services and pricing them where you're very profitable. And then if you pick up a few mowing jobs and you're profitable, that's great. If you pick up a few shrub trimming jobs that are super profitable, then that's awesome. Same thing goes with like mulch and power washing and just all these little jobs. Instead of trying to get so many profitable jobs mowing or so many profitable jobs landscaping or so many profitable jobs, you know, power washing or or whatever the service may be, you could probably make some pretty good income if you focused on several different properties and you were just very profitable. I don't know, just thinking about it, man, just got me thinking. It's like 2024 is going to be here before you know it. It's going to be a lot of people wanting to get into lawn mowing. Uh, I think a lot of what it is right now, if guys are on social media, and this happens a lot, and it's happened more and more, guys are on social media now a lot more than they were, you know, five, even 10 years ago, 20 years ago, they weren't even on social media. So I didn't get to, I didn't have this problem where I saw all these lawn care guys with super nice trucks, brand new mowers, really nice accounts, you know, the highlight reels. I wasn't part of that when I started the lawn care business. So I started with whatever I had. I wasn't worried about anybody else. And I did it the way I wanted to do it. If I thought it would work, that's what I would try to do. But now you have so many people flashing brand new $15,000 mowers or maybe a trailer full of $15,000 mowers with a $50,000 truck pulling the trailer and maybe a trailer with a $5,000 wrap on it going to these subdivisions with half a million dollar homes and edging these properties and making making them look nice and crisp and and everything nice and clean and laying these perfect stripes and you know we see the highlight reels and we think man this guy must be making a killing he's got a fifty thousand dollar truck he's got two mowers on his trailer that are fifteen thousand dollars each he's got this super nice five thousand dollar wrap on this ten thousand dollar enclosed trailer he's going into these half a million dollar homes It's like, if you watch those highlight reels, you might think, man, this guy's got it made. He's crushing it. He's probably making two or three or $400,000 a year. When in reality, man, you might see these videos, you might see these highlight reels, 
And these guys may be just barely scrapping to get by. They might not even be, you know, doing all that well. It might look good on their social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and their YouTube videos. But when it comes down to it, man, they might not be making as money. They, I'm sorry, they might not be making as much money as it looks like in their highlight reels. So just keep that in mind, man. I didn't have any highlight reels to look at when I was starting my business. So I didn't have anyone to compare to except for the handful of people locally that were doing their thing, running their lawn care business. So I think it's a lot harder to start now. You see these content creators, you see these people on social media posting their videos, posting their reels, posting all this, you know, highlight reels. And when you see that, you're like, man, I got to have a brand new mower. I got to have a brand new truck. I got to get into these areas where these lawns look super nice and these homes are super big, you know. And so we, you guys might get to thinking about that. I don't think about that because of where I've started and where I am today, but I can see where it would be super easy for these kids and even adults to watch what's going on on Facebook, what's going on on Instagram and YouTube and think, man, these guys got it made. I'm going to jump into the lawn mowing business and I'm going to just, you know, be a high roller like some of these guys out there and and crush it and bring in the money and stack the cash and do all this and do all that go on these trips you know all this junk but I guarantee you're not seeing the whole picture so don't fall for that um, if you're thinking about starting a lawn mowing business I would reach out to people that you can trust and count on don't fall for everything you see on social media don't fall for everything you see on Facebook or Instagram or YouTube. I know a lot of people watch YouTube videos and a lot of people follow these guys that are making a lot of money in their lawn care business, but what some of these people don't realize or understand is that some of these people make a whole lot of money on their YouTube videos. And it's hard to say how much, so you might watch somebody's YouTube channel and think they're crushing it, and really they may be making less than half of what they make creating the YouTube videos. So just be cautious, just be careful. Um, what you see is not always what you think it is, you know? So I don't know. It's like starting a lawn mowing business in 2024. If you ask some of these guys and they were real honest and open with you, they might say, you know what, times are, are different now and it's it would be hard. I think it would be hard. I think it would be hard to start a lawn care business and be super profitable. You know, some guys may tell you that. I don't know. Somebody, some guys may say, man, I would do it all over again and uh, I wouldn't have any, you know, second thoughts. But just from my perspective and what I've seen over the years and what I've been through and what I've experienced, just sharing with you my experience and how I see things. 
I know a lot of people that create content. I know a lot of people that have been creating content for years. I've been creating content for years. I haven't monetized much of it. I do make a little bit of money, but it's not enough money to even even really even talk about. But some other channels, man, they're making a whole lot of money on YouTube. And I think that's awesome. I think that's awesome that they've that they've taken that opportunity to better themselves, to make more money, to provide for their families. And they they've seen an opportunity, they've taken advantage of it, and they're capitalizing on it. So I think it's great that that they can do that. I think it's great that they have that opportunity. Uh, but at the same time, if you're a viewer and you're watching this, sometimes things get a little cloudy because we don't, no one really knows how much someone's making off of a video. We can guess, we can get a good idea, but when it comes down to it, we really don't know how much people are getting paid through YouTube and AdSense and all that stuff. So it might be a big chunk, man. It might be half as much as they make doing lawn care. So when you see the new truck, the new trailer, the new equipment, the fancy jobs, when you see all this stuff, a lot of it may not have come from mowing the lawn and collecting from the customers. So just keep that in mind. So when you're thinking about building a business, if you're thinking about starting a lawn mowing business in the future, if you do watch the YouTube videos, if you do watch Instagram and Facebook, really think about things. Really think about things and think about the way the business is set up on the people that you're watching. You know, if they have any influence at all with your decision making, just be cautious, just be careful, think things through, and uh, think about the money they're making on the other end. You know, so just keep that in mind. I don't want you guys to go out there buying all new equipment, spending all your money that you have or don't have, financing stuff, trucks, mowers, and then going out there and thinking you're going to just start rolling like some of these people you're watching. You know, some people may be, it may be people that are well known, it may not be. It may be people that just a handful of people know about, you know, and it's just somebody you really like and you really found uh, on social media that you attached yourself to and started watching. So just keep that in mind, man. There's a lot of different ways to make money. As a content creator, you can make money uh, with brands, they may pay you to promote a product. They may pay you to review a piece of equipment. They may pay you to try out their, you know, their equipment. They may pay you to show up at Equip Expo to uh, promote their brand. You know, I have a uh, my local dealer here in our area. They pay me anytime I sell a mower. So if I promote my code, which I haven't done much at all, 
I pretty well just drive around in the box truck and the box truck has the name of our dealer on the side of the box truck. So anytime I'm out working, anytime I'm out in town, uh, that name is on the side of my box truck. And a lot of people know me. A lot of people know the business. A lot of people see me out and about all the time, you know, all day, every day. So they start seeing that name of the dealer, BMW, all the time. And they'll just go and buy equipment because they saw the name of that brand. They saw the name of that dealer, BMW. They don't know the people there. They've just saw that name a lot. So that's what they go and they buy. And if they buy something from there and use a code, if I share a code on, you know, Facebook or YouTube or Instagram, and somebody locally or maybe somebody from out of state comes in and buys a piece of equipment, then they'll give me a little kickback on that. And so if I sell a mower, it's a certain price. If I sell parts or somebody goes in to buy parts or um, have any service work done, they'll give me like a percentage of that. And so you have air, you know, you have ways you can monetize that. You can bring in business to the dealership and make money off of that. You can create the content, the YouTube videos, make money off of that. The more views you get, the more money you're probably going to make. And then you can go out and you can do the work and you can get paid for that as well. So there's so many different ways that people are getting paid right now. Um, I don't know Personally, I don't know anybody that's getting paid, like, that creates content um, from their local dealer. They may be. I have no idea. Um, but my dealer was nice enough to to hook up with me, and, and we kind of worked together. I just use it for parts. If I need any parts, like, I had to buy some mower blades the other day, 100 bucks. I just went in there. The lady told me how much uh, store credit I had from selling stuff and I walked away with some blades you know here's your receipt we took this off your credit here's how much money you know you have left here's your balance whatever and so there's so many different ways to make money man you can talking to a guy the other day a local guy he runs a lawn care business he's been doing it I want to say he said 13 years Uh, he's had some good help for the first part of his lawn care business, but here recently, he's kind of struggled to find help, and so he's thinking about um, supplementing his income by doing other things, and one of the things that he's doing already is uh, he has two rental properties, so those rental properties, he told me the amount, but I don't remember now, but it was a decent amount. It was like, you know, let's just say the rental properties, he told me they were paid off. And so let's just say they bring in three or $400 a month, you know. Um, you know, you have a couple of rental properties. Say they're bringing in $5,000 a month or $500 a month. Maybe five to $6,000 a year or something like that. They may, you know, it may add up to ten, you know, $10,000 a year just from having those two rental properties. So you never know other, you know, investments that these these videos that you watch, 
You never know if somebody else has another investment like rental properties. Maybe they have another side hustle going. Maybe their wife works and she's making a killing. Uh, Maybe they've uh, been given some money by their family or their... um, You just never know, man. You just never know. So anytime you're watching videos, anytime you're seeing all this nice equipment, fancy equipment, um, just know that all that equipment and everything you're seeing, you have no clue, no idea how that person got there. They may have worked daylight till dark for years to acquire that equipment, kind of like myself. Or they may have had additional streams of income from, you know, different areas, supplementing their their mowing income, and, you know, we just don't know. We just don't know. So, anyways, just thought I'd share that with you guys. If you're thinking about starting a lawn mowing business in 2024, I would just be really cautious, really careful, think about it, write it down, man, come up with a plan, how much money you want to make in a day, that's what I try to do, break it down to a week, then break that down and write it all out, how much money you need to make per month, and see if it's worth it, man, see if it's possible, see if it's worth it, see if you can do it. Because it's a lot harder than it looks online. I know that I can post a picture and it looks, you know, post a picture or video, it might look cool or whatever. It might look like I've got a lot going on or I'm making some money or, you know, just, I'm not even talking about myself, but anybody in general. But you don't know the whole story, man. You don't know. You just don't know the whole story. So keep that in mind when you're thinking about starting a lawn mowing business. It's tough. It's hard work. It's a lot of sacrifice, sweat, a lot of dedication. And is it worth it? Starting up a lawn mowing business with the low profit margins that we've been kind of going towards more and more. Lower and lower profit margins. It seems like we're headed more and more in that direction and depending on your demographics like Aaron Sutter was talking about if you don't live in a nice area where people have a lot of disposable income meaning that they make so much money that once they pay their expenses they got a lot of money left over to dispose of and spend on eating out or vacation or buying stuff or having work done if you don't live in an area with a lot of disposable income, people are going to be pinching their pennies, they're going to be saving their dollars, and they may not, they may not necessarily want to pay very much to have their lawn mowed, or they may not even be able to pay much to have their lawn mowed. I've talked to two people, and I may have shared this with you guys in a previous episode, and I apologize if I did, but Maybe for those that that missed that episode, if I did mention it, you know, I had some I had some people call me here recently, and 
like a two, three hundred dollar job that my buddy bid it on. The lady told my buddy, I can't even afford like 75 bucks. And this is like a two to three hundred dollar job. So in our area, we don't have a lot of disposable income. There's very, very little of our population that has a lot of disposable income. So a lot of people are living paycheck to paycheck. A lot of people are living, um, you know, just barely getting by. So if you live in any of those areas where the disposable income is really low and everybody's living paycheck to paycheck and they don't have any money to spend, it's going to be a lot harder for you to promote and advertise a service and be able to get a high profit margin out of that. You're going to have to basically cater or market to the people that have the higher disposable income. What do those people look like? I have no idea. Are they your ideal customers? I have no idea. It just depends on what kind of business you want to build. But it's just like the bi-weekly and the weekly customers. The bi-weekly customers, they more than likely don't have much disposable income. They can't afford it. So they're trying to do it every two weeks instead of every week and trying to save a few dollars here and there, you know. If your business is built on that, which is fine if it is, but if things get tight and things get to where people want to hold on to their dollar a little longer, then guess what? The first thing that's going to go is, I don't think I need my yard mowed this week. I don't think I need it mowed next week. I'll call you when I need it mowed again. And that's what these two people did. Um, they called me the other day. They basically had someone mowing the yard, is what I gathered from it after I asked them a ton of questions. They wanted me to give them an estimate, but they had somebody, you know, I was like, why do you want to estimate? It's August. Like, who's been mowing your yard? Like, what have you been doing? And so they told me, they, you know, it's like, well, we had somebody mowing, but they haven't been back since, like, well, they weren't there in June, they weren't there in July, so that was two months that they didn't show up. And I guarantee you what happened was they were strapped for cash and they told their lawn care provider, I just don't worry about it this week. And that probably went on for a few weeks. And then the lawn care provider probably said, you know what? If they're going to continue to tell me, nah, not this week, ah, not this week, ah, not this week, then guess what? I'm not even going to worry about them. And I'm not even going to answer their phone call. And I'm not going to take care of them. I'm going to try to get a, a better paying customer. I guarantee you that's what happened on both of these uh, people that called me. And so when you're starting a business, it's tough. When you're trying to be profitable, it's tough. With things, the way things are going right now, it's super tough. And I don't know, there may be a better approach, but just talking about this, throwing it out there, because I want you guys to be intentional I want you guys to really think things through. Don't jump into stuff just because of numbers that you heard from other guys at the Equip Expo. I guarantee you, nine out of 10 people that you talk to at Equip that tell you, if they tell you how much money they're making or if they run any numbers by you or how much they're charging or any of this stuff, I guarantee you nine out of 10 of those people are inflating those prices by a whole lot. I guarantee you, there's probably very few people that are honest, open, transparent, 
and really open up and tell you the honest truth. So even if you go to Equip and you're planning on going there, you're planning on talking to guys, you're planning on getting some feedback, some ideas from other businesses, just be careful, be cautious. Because a lot of times people like to stretch the truth. They like to act like they're bigger than they are. I'll tell you up front, man, I don't have a huge business. I'm not making a, a killing. I'm making an honest living. I'm making a, a decent amount of income to allow my wife to stay home, take care of the girls. I'm working my tail off, but I'm able to make it happen. But a lot of people aren't, aren't going to shoot you straight, you know, in the lawn care industry. I've noticed that the lawn care industry is bad in general from a lot of people I've talked to to really, really talk about their business like it's really bigger than it is. Does that make sense? Like you may talk to someone, you may listen to a podcast, you may listen to a YouTube you know, video, you may watch an Instagram reel or whatever, and a lot of times people talk up their business like it's way bigger than what it is, you know. So you don't really know. I mean, you just, you kind of got to really be um, a good listener and, and discern, have good discernment when they're telling you things about their business. Because I guarantee you, half the stuff that you hear, wherever you're at, locally, online, at Equip, wherever, I guarantee you a lot of it, probably not as accurate. They probably don't even know. Some of these people don't even know. They don't They don't know what they're making. They don't know how much they're spending. They don't know how many expenses they have. They're just throwing numbers out there. Yeah, I, I made 200000 last year. Yeah, I made 500000 last year, you know. Well, they may not tell you they spent $450,000 in expenses. They like to tell you that, that big number, you know, the big number. It's like, I'll just tell them I made 500000 you know. But I won't mention I had $450,000 in expenses by the time I paid for my labor and, and my equipment and all that, you know. So... If you're thinking about starting a lawn mowing business, be careful, be cautious. Use some discernment when you hear people talking about numbers and talking about where they're at. You might have guys, you know, you might have guys telling you, "Well, I I would charge $85 an hour." That may that may they may say that, but what they really mean is, "Well, I'm charging $40, but I want to charge $85." You know, if you hear somebody say, hey, I'm charging $85 an hour, that might be what they want to charge, not necessarily what they're charging. So you really got to read between the lines. really got to take it with a grain of salt. You really got to be cautious anytime, anytime at all, man, that people are sharing numbers with you. There's very few people I share numbers with, and there's very few people... I trust sharing their numbers with me because I think a lot of times people want to blow it out of proportion and act like they're making way more than they are and act like they really have it figured out. So 
I don't know. That's what I got, man. I'm cruising home. I've got about three hours left. So this podcast, man, it might be the longest podcast I've ever created. So I hope you guys got some value out of it. Hope you stuck around to the end. I hope you guys are doing well. If you got any questions, just reach out to me, man. I'll be open, honest. I'll be transparent with you guys. I'll try to help you out. I don't have anything to hide, so I'm just trying to uh, become better and better each and every day and uh, take care of the family, man. So not trying to uh, become a millionaire running a lawn care business. I'm not trying to pull one over on anybody. I'm just trying to live an honest uh, you know, life by getting out there and, and providing for uh, my customers. So that's all I got, man. I'm out of here. I'm going past a flying J. There's a lot of those on this little strip that I've been on here the last couple of hours. I've seen a whole lot of those gas stations. Flying J. Do you guys have those in your area? There's a lot of them here. I'm, I'm in northern Missouri right now. I went through, uh, went through Iowa, cornfields, soybean fields. I'm in, I went through northern Missouri. I'm getting through uh, more cornfields. I'm going through more soybean fields. And I'll be coming up to the city here before long, St. Louis. So once I get to St. Louis, it's going to go like right now, man. That's been, it's been so nice. I've literally sat in the truck, kicked back, relaxed, enjoyed my, my drive. People are like, man, you drove 10 hours to come up here. Why didn't you fly? I'm like, man, I really enjoy just kicking back, relaxing, looking around, seeing the farm fields, just taking my time, pulling off if I want to, taking a picture of something, uh, getting out, stretching my legs, uh, you know, just pulling in somewhere and grabbing a bite to eat or, or just taking it slow and looking at the scenery you know it's like I don't I don't enjoy rushing through life I like to take time to slow things down enjoy the scenery we got a median over here which is very interesting because they don't do this down by us which they should because we had the equipment to do it in our area but over here you'll look and and in the median between the you know the we got a four lane here in between the uh, the southbound and northbound lane, this big median is just, I don't know, it's probably 100 yards wide maybe, probably 200 in places, and they bail their medians. So they come out here with the tractor, they cut the grass, they knock it over, then they come with the rake, they rake it up, and they come with the baler and they bail it up and they drop out these big huge round bales and it's cool to see I forgot about it I forgot they did that but I remember now uh, now that I'm seeing them today I remember last year they did that and I was like oh that is so cool so down by us we just bush hog the medians and it looks awful uh, it looks terrible but here they actually cut it and they bail it and so they can use that you know they can use that using that overgrown median to feed something so that's kind of cool but anyways i'm rambling on and on man i'm gonna get off here and uh enjoy the rest of the drive home so i uh, appreciate you guys sticking around 
appreciate you guys listening. I'm Cameron with the Lawn Care Life in Missouri. You can find me on Facebook, Lawn Care Life in Missouri. You can find me on Instagram, Lawn Care Life in Missouri. Or you can check out my YouTube videos, The Lawn Care Life in Missouri. Check them out. Let me know what you guys think. I'm out. I'll catch you in the next one. And as always, God provides.